Welcome to Repro's Fight Back, a podcast on all things repro. I'm your host, Jenny Wetter, and each episode I will be taking you to the front lines of the escalating fight over our sexual and reproductive health and rights at home and abroad. Each episode, I will be speaking with leaders who are fighting to protect our reproductive health and rights to ensure that no one's reproductive health depends on where they live. It's time for Repros to fight back. Hi, all. Welcome to this week's episode of Repros Fight Back. Before I get to the interview, which is going to be my third interview in a series of four interviews on child marriage, this one focusing on child marriage in India, I have a couple of quick housekeeping things. First, if you like our podcast, please help other people find it by subscribing, rating, and reviewing us, particularly on iTunes. It helps boost our visibility and allows other people to find it. So if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be amazing. Thank you. Next, we are still running our giveaway for Repro's Fight Back swag. We want to know which sexual, reproductive health and rights topics you find particularly important or engaging right now. So to do that, reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at Repro's Fight Back and let us know which topics we have already covered that you have particularly enjoyed or which topics you would like to see us cover in the future. We will select 20 submissions at random and send out a bunch of great Repro's Fight Back swag. So... Again, reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter and let us know which topic we have already covered that you loved or a topic that you would love to see us cover. I can't wait to see what you all suggest. With that, um, with that housekeeping out of the way, let's move on to the interview. Yeah, uh, my name is uh, Arvind Ojha. And I'm uh, from Urmul Trust, which is working in the western Rajasthan, in the Thar Desert of India. Uh, child marriage is uh, a big problem, especially because I'm coming from Rajasthan, and uh, we consider it a big problem. And uh, it became a tradition uh, long back, and... There are some auspicious days. Uh, we call it Akhatej. One date in, uh, comes in around May or April or May. Okay. And there is another uh, people, Purnima. The, these two dates are considered the auspicious day. And in these dates, uh, people used to marry their daughters or children. And they consider that these are really very good dates. And they will... Uh, get the seat in the heaven directly. <laughs> okay. So, so that's the. the so uh, earlier we were dis- discussing that um, the child marriage is the only problem of Rajasthan, but later we dis- uh, realized that no, 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 it's a big problem of uh, India. I was invited by the elders for Addis Ababa meeting, Ethiopia meeting in two thousand eleven. And, and the elders called that meeting on the child marriage. And I was uh, really surprised that it is not only India's problem. Right. It, it is a global problem. So, so uh, and, and uh, then we have seen the commitment of elders, the world leaders. That time we... Um, 
thought of uh, strategies to ending child marriage from the globe and girls not brides born in that meeting and i feel proud and that that's great you were there when it started yes i am feeling proud that because i i was there and i was among one of the people who who, who decided for the ending child marriage from the globe and girls not bride so uh, in india uh, the problem is uh, very worse uh, in some states of northern india it is high prevalence like in bihar and in rajasthan up jharkhand are the other states where prevalence is very high but in rajasthan rajasthan is the largest state geographically and population wise so our number is more right that that's the thing globally if you compare india is with the maximum number of child marriage although the situation is improving now uh that age at marriage is improving but still is child marriage right because because the legal age for marriage is 18 years for girl and 21 year for boy maybe this you don't believe that this is not fair that uh, why there are two ages for children in in some of our laws um, all children are up to 18 years but only in this child marriage act they provided the age uh, for boys is 21 okay live but as per last few years work we realized that now government has started talking uh, and i really thank to girls not brides for bringing this issue again otherwise we have lost this issue uh, we were not talking and there was one incident in rajasthan in early 80s a, a woman from the village who was appointed by the state for making creating awareness among the people uh, for all the bad traditions uh, and child marriages was one she stopped one child marriage and but she has to face she was gang raped by the the parties others parties uh, who were affected so after that people were not talking on that for years but um, i really thank uh, to girls not brides who brought in the issue again from the globally from the top and uh, because i was there in addis meeting and then then the second meeting was in delhi i was there in delhi also and uh, i have seen the um, strategy planning and implementation of that strategy i'm in so many uh, coalitions so many uh, networks i know but i have never seen a successful strategy seeing implementing that 
in very very effective manner in time and quality and number so now it become really a issue uh, i was there in girls summit london so i have seen that how all world leaders started talking on child marriage developed countries are ready to fund for child marriages initially when we ask because i am from ngo we are a grassroots ngo we are working and when i ask uh, any funder or uh, funding agency or development agency for fund for child marriage they say no 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 we won't provide you fund for child marriage we can provide you fund for child rights and and other names mm-hmm. uh, but not so that was the uh, scene there but now uh, i i think that yes people and funders are now started talking i will share one incidents of uh, 2011 after coming back from addis meeting uh, i met the chief minister who is the like prime minister of state and chief minister of state he i shared with him i shared that sir i met archbishop dashman tutu and at this he asked me what is there don't you have any law in your country i responded him no sir we have law because earlier we don't have law we have a very old law of 1929 the sharda act but uh, from 29 we don't have then now uh, 2006 we have a very effective law child marriage prohibition act 2006 so i said him you no know, sir we have law now then don't you have any administration dashman to to ask me i said no we have administration we have good officials or senior officials civil services that means you don't have political will that was the statement from archbishop dashman tutu and i share this statement in the same manner to the chief minister of rajasthan state uh, and i requested her sir in in your leadership how we can say that we don't have political will so he was really <laughs> felt it mm-hmm. and 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 from this very day next day there was some big uh, advertisement about uh, child marriages uh, so i was so happy and i i'm really proud to say that in rajasthan uh, i am because of linkage with the girls not bride uh, i bring the issue and i raise the issue with the state government and then the state government initiated problem doesn't and there some people at the top bureaucracy or the top um, parliamentarian they were okay but uh, in india or in any country i think real implementers are at the grassroots or the villages or the districts absolutely yeah and 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 in dis- at district level officials they were really 
um, not very serious about ending this. And they, when when we stop some and when when we complain them that there uh, some girl is going marriage and she complained us, so they say, why you are making it issue? They are poor people. So so the the entire attitude of sympathy, right, with the family, is really it was not good uh, because because they were just considering the money mm-hmm. which is going in arranging or ceremonizing the child marriage because generally in our area people uh, or the families arrange two marriage three marriage together right and in that uh, one is uh, elder uh, one may be in the age but two other girls are not in the age uh, proper age so so that is the problem and um, and another thing they said we have to pay dowry uh, so it is a costly affair and and poor people um, can't afford it that's why they are doing. but we we studied that of course this is a common understanding a common perception of the people that because of poverty families do child marriages in one of our study we found that because they marry the girl early in the age she is not mature enough to live her uh, life future life better life high rate of malnourishment high rate of anemia in adolescent girls mm-hmm. become the problem when they married and they have sex and they uh, become pregnant so if you see uh, from the health angle the major problem of india is the highest infant mortality rate highest mat- maternal mortality rate so if we go in the root cause again we'll find that root cause is the, the maximum around 37% marriages are uh, of those girls who are not capable of bearing uh, child pregnancies right. so so that is the issue and we are raising it we also uh, raise this issue uh, with the families that okay you are worried about the cost at one time when you but see how much cost you incurred later on where some 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 lose their daughters some uh, got sick some lose their um, children so what is this uh, and you have to spend more and more money in caring those so so that's the issue uh, in fact now the causes of the child marriage in india is one of i said that poverty yes it is uh but now we are asking governments it is not the solution of poverty to marry a girl right <laughs> it is not a solution because she might suffer in the other family in laws they are also they would be also poor people so so how you so the solution is that government must provide livelihoods enough wages 
to poor. So they have to run such schemes which can provide on priority to below poverty line families. So that, that, that is one. Second, we should bring in all the out-of-school girls in school. Because as soon as the girl drop out from the school, and in our area, after fourth standard or fifth standard, they won't go. Uh, they drop. Boys mm -hmm. used to go. And nowadays, the problem is that the next school, the elementary school, is maybe in some other area. And in, in our region, uh, we are in desert. In desert, distances are the Far, problem. Yeah. So, so, so people or the families doesn't allow uh, their girls to go out alone. Uh, so that is another problem. And they ask girls to not to go to school. And we realize that those girls are more vulnerable to drop out from the schools. That is really uh, um, I, uh, we found. Uh, and because as the girl is sitting in the house, all the elder women or men just think of her and say, oh, just marry her. Right. Marry her and get free of your liability. When I say liability means the another issue of child marriage or cause is insecurity. They, 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 they are clearly openly saying that, oh, we, we can't believe in the society. We are not sending uh, her to school because we don't believe. Is she secure there or not? Or, um, so insecurity is really another big cause. And they married. So we, we also ask them, is the girl a luggage? She is not a luggage. She is not some asset. You are just uh, transferring somebody. Right. She is human being. She is your daughter. Uh, her mother gave birth. Uh, she was worried when uh, she got sick. Uh, you, you went to doctors. You ran. Every, so you, you just nurtured her. And you cared her uh, very well. But now suddenly after... Um, 12 years or 13 years you are thinking of her security and you are just um, shifting your liability to somebody else. So this is the, another problem. Uh, we raise the issue uh, with the government that schools must be very attractive and school, no girl should be out of school. Although I don't believe that what education schools are giving. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> that, matters. It can't just be yeah, a, a school. Matter. But, but um, bringing her to uh, school means for some time she's out of sight and out of worry. So that is the issue. In fact, in our, our area, the schooling is a big problem for the girls. So what we did, the Urmul Trust, uh, the my organization mm -hmm. which I belong to, we have started um, residential educational camps. We call them Balika Shivir, Girls Education Shivir camps. And we, we kept them, those girls, for six to seven months. And we started 
educating them. And in six months, you won't believe that in six or seven months, they learn the learning level of those girls yeah. become uh, up to a, a sixth standard, fifth standard. And um, our focus was also not only on education, but for the for the parents, sake of parents. We say, no, she can educate. She can get this certificate. She can. But our hidden agenda was to make her ready for a better life skills of life is life so that 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 is one agenda another was uh, that in in that uh, reason uh, we have dis- discrimination uh, discrimination with boys discrimination with the caste is the b- big factor so if uh, there are lower caste they can't eat with the upper caste so so that was really uh, making a difficult society. So we thought that if we can bring all the girls together, they live together. So this preparation of bringing them together, they are playing together, they are eating together. Initially for one month, it it, it uh, really become a problem. But later on, when they started mingling with each other, they forget everything. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this hidden agenda of bringing them together will create a better future when they become decision makers. Maybe not the very next day when they leave the camp, or the education system, and went back to their family. They will suffer again. But the seed is in their heart. So later on, uh, and we have we have published this uh, some books or some uh, records, so that also proved that. So that's the one option which uh, we um, innovated uh, for those girls. Now, government is also trying best to bring all those girls in the schools. They are also started. They have started some alternative schooling systems uh, like Kasturba Gandhi Vidyalaya, the, the girls' residential schools for uh, girls. So that is uh, happening there. Urmul Trust, uh, my organization, is a, a wide uh, range organization. So we are working on health, we are working on education, we are working uh, on environment, we are working on water and sanitation and women's empowerment so a lot of but these all they're all connected all connected yes because we are also working with the mother we are also working with the father and we we, we have created the youth groups uh, children's group adolescent girls group so they are all really doing well and now girls from our shivir our camps now coming out away and they are uh, really going in police. In, in, they become teachers. They they've got elected as the uh, local government uh, leaders. So it's it's a good uh, that it change in last fifteen years we can see. Mm-hmm. And now our focus is on the child marriage, and that is really uh, going well. And solving child marriage will help solve a lot of those other problems. 
that you work on by addressing child marriage, it will also help with the maternal health and all of exactly. the other things. Exactly. It's all it's, it's integrated. Yeah. And um, I must say that uh, now uh, in in last few years, government of India and the UN agencies working in India and other INGOs, they are... Uh, they they have initiated work on child marriage, which is uh, which is good, which is uh, really. Um, but scale is very high. Yeah. The problem is very high. Recently, UNICEF report has uh, is saying that child marriage is in 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 India has gone down. Gone down means from thirty seven percent to. 29 but it is still high yeah if 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 around 30% girls are getting married before age that means all the uh, problems which are connected uh, either the hiv or the um, infant mortality maternal mortality malnourishment uh, and also um, the migration or uh, coming on uh, trafficking is is all related with it. so uh, still it is severe it is is severe because in the population we are we are at top we are ma- in maximum numbers right. so, so um, well thank you so much for doing this i really appreciate it it's been great yeah. to hear about yeah. what is going on in india yeah india really we were trying and we are also initiated now because so many civil society organizations are working in different places. They are piloting something. They are innovating some ways. But need of time and the challenge is to cover entire population. That is really important. And for that we initiated with the support from Girls Not Brides a local coalition among the different uh, civil societies. That type of coalitions are required. India is a big nation. So we we decided that we will make some state coalition first mm-hmm. and later on we'll go for the national because states are also very large large states yeah. so that's a, and and we we have focused on the priority states first uh, like rajasthan jharkhand bihar uttar pradesh they, they are the largest states so we are doing that and i i really thankful to um, girls not bride who really made this issue now in front of every government. Um, next year, uh, we are having uh, elections in India. So now we have decided that we will make it agenda for their election manifestos. Oh, great. Yeah, they should speak on that. So that we are trying for the child right, for the... One more problem was in India in the last three decades was the declining sex ratio, for especially mm. for the girls. So girls are uh, not allowed to <laughs> born, be born. 
so that that is really a problem and and if you see the because every 10 year 10th year we are having this so we had the uh, census of 91 1991 2001 and 2011 so if you see the um, sex ratio up to age uh, 0 to 6 you will find that girls are really not increasing and 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 that that creating that is creating a problem in the society so what is happening they marry younger children child because they don't believe and they there are system of exchange if you have a son and i have a daughter and i have also son and you have a daughter so we will do exchange marriages i will give my daughter to you without considering the age right because lack of girls number so that is another problem it is linked so what 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 we we think we think that now we have to consider or provide dignity of girl child dignity to girl child yeah absolutely make a make a society which Value respect mm-hmm. which respect girls uh, otherwise uh, the consequences of less girls we are seeing in india every time uh, so many rapes and so much problem so this is these are all result of low, lowering down the dignity of girl well thank you i think that's a lot to, for our listeners to think about Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. For more information, including show notes from this episode and previous episodes, please visit our website at reprosefightback.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at reprosefightback. If you like our show, please help others find it by sharing it with your friends and subscribing, rating, and reviewing us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.